Good morning and uh, hello for us. Welcome again to the, our fourth in our discussions of, of, of varying sorts uh, for the Silver and Healing Sanctuary. Um, and dare I say, uh, please look at our website, silvanhealing.org. Um, and we have uh, undertaken a series of conversations, I think is the fair thing to say, um, around differing subjects. Um, and today's subject is about fear. So, um, Peruz, please, what do you want to say about fear? Well, I'd like to, Craig, I'd like to begin with a quote and then leave that quote hanging uh, till the end and see how, how close we get to that, that uh, particular quote. It's a quote from the great philosopher Rumi. And Rumi said, we have given you wings. Why crawl through life? Okay. We have given you wings, but why do you crawl through life? Let's leave that quote hanging mm. and then come back to it after our discussion and see if, if it means something. So, so, so what do you feel is this manifestation of fear? I mean, how is, uh, it, it's such <coughs> a huge subject and, and it, it plays out <coughs> in so many different ways. Um, but how do you, what do you feel about that? Well, fear is something, I mean, starting from the very basic thinking, is that fear is something that is innate in us to preserve us, to safeguard mm -hmm. us. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's the obvious um, starting point. However, anything which, is, which creates such a reaction, and it's a very profound reaction, which is a reaction of um, safeguarding yourself, has to have some side effects. So I think, sure. I, I think accepting that fear needs to exist in our life, to safeguard, mm -hmm. safeguard us, to protect us, um, mm -hmm. we, we need to say, yes, it needs to exist. It's not a question of mm -hmm. getting rid of fear. So I would, mm -hmm. I would say, leaving that point aside, I ask you, Craig, um, what does fear do for us other than what we just discussed? Well, I, I, I think it, 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 um, it stultifies us. It uh, puts us into a position. Um, so referring to the very quote that you just talked about, you know, we do need fear, but, but what does it do to us? So they the well-known terminology of, of what <clears throat> happens to our nervous system in fight, flight, or freeze is a really profound aspect of how our work within healing and within supporting people to understand what their own fear can actually do to their nervous system. And some of them are really simple type of experiences. <clears throat> we need to have fear if the lion is coming chasing after us, it sure makes us run a bit faster, you know, as opposed to that, that, that actually freezes us in that moment and goes, what do I do? You know, if I stand still, what do I do? And that moment that can happen, uh, often people talk about uh, real incidences where they can replay them as a visual story where they can know each moment that happened within you know, that's that sort of freeze moment where they can replay the story of some incident that took place that then becomes really embodied into our nervous system. 
So I think it's a really powerful subject for us to take into account of what can happen in our, to us physiologically. But equally, um, equally, it uh, fear stops us from moving forward because uh, by nature and, and how well you described the natural response to fear, equally a response to us, um, us stopping from doing things because we fear failure, for example. We fear, sure. um, we fear uh, that something will be inflicted upon us. Uh, yet, I think uh, that's the negative side. In other words, we, we fear failure and therefore we tend not to do things. <clears throat> Uh, and not doing things. And actually, in a way, failure itself is a good lesson learning uh, yes, of situation. Course. It's a matter of growth. So I think we need to look at the sort of negative side of fear, still leaving aside the flight and fight mode, but it does stop us from moving ahead in life, would you not say? Uh, very much so. There's no doubt that the fear of failure, the fear of society's view, the fear of what it is to be your authentic full self really has a powerful effect on people's view. Um, and I want to share a quote that I found that I feel is really valuable. And it was from um, the 1994 inaugural speech by Nelson Mandela. And in that speech, he speaks, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? The quote continues with references. He was a very religious man in a way, and uh, <clears throat> the end of the quotation is as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. There you go. So, I think I think Mandela put it so well, so well, isn't it? I mean, it. But it, he it, yes, um, yes, he yes he does. But but it, it it's almost a, a a rite of passage. Who are we to stand in our own darkness? We need to stand in our light. And, and that's quite a difficult thing for people to do. <clears throat> I think the question to ask then at this point, because you have taken us uh, the next stage, if you like, is how to overcome fear. Mm. Because, mm. because if we agree, that, I mean, if Mandela, uh, Mandela went to, into, into, uh, into a prison for 26 years, the way he behaved, the way he acted, Showed that he had, was optimistic. That he, he, he showed courage, didn't he? That's it. I think courage is the is the thing you need to exercise to overcome fear. You can't get rid of fear. Fear exists innate in us, but to yes. overcome, you need courage. What is courage? Then? What is courage? Conviction, belief. Look at the many, many characters down the, the, the years of history that have stood up for what they believe. And I think that it's as simple as that. It's to believe in yourself and believe in the virtues of what you want to 
deliver to the world for your own benefits, for your, beating your own path and being honest to that. And I think it's really yes. difficult for people to do that. Well, actually, yes, it, it, it's in a way, so it's not accepting uncertainty, isn't it? Because it's the uncertainty which holds us back. And I, I know that we were speaking in, in another program about faith. In a sense, yeah. you need to have faith in yourself, in your conviction, as you put it, and you just said conviction, the word, and, and having faith in saying that even if I fail, if it's a good cause, it's a good reason to do what I'm doing, it's okay to fail, you know. Mm. And ultimately, I think the people like Mandela, again, we bring Mandela into it with many other people, Gandhi and so on, they, they actually conquered the fear of death. They actually yes. said, look, what is the ultimate? If I die, I'm dying for a good cause, for good reason, for my conviction, for my belief, for my faith, whatever those principles are. And once a human being, and actually in a way, sorry, to bring somebody contemporary in this, uh, my friend Imran Khan, the way he is now bringing, awakening the people of Pakistan, is saying to, you know, I'll share something with you, great, a secret. It won't be a secret for very long. No, no, but it's okay. It's okay. In nine, I think it's about ten years ago. I was going to to um, to uh, interview Imran Khan, but I reached and it didn't happen because of some political situation. And when I looked at the notes, the first line of that note was, "I was going to ask him, you have been given wings. Why crawl through life?" That's what I was going to ask him. He keeps repeating that sentence. He is, he is using that to motivate, to awaken the people. Uh, so yes, I think, I think it is courage, it's faith, mm. it's having principles, having conviction, mm. and so on to overcome fear. And I think that's what people need to bear in mind. You know, <clears throat> giving, giving people the, the, the process for them to think about that, that in our deepest sense, we all know where we want to go. We all want to get to the top of the staircase because then you're on the next level, the next landing, the next place of, of, of destination. But it's each step. You have to take each step one at a time and knowing that you may sometimes go up one step and come down another step. And it is very simple to remind oneself that actually it's important to know that it just takes time to be kind to yourself, to be supportive, to, to recognize your own process. The Americans have a lovely terminology. They call it crawl, walk, run. And you brought in the word crawl. You know, you can't run before you can walk and you can't walk before you can learn to crawl. And, it, and the whole of the crawling process is learning how to make a functions of our body enable to walk and, and to stand upright and then to be able to find our best self. So I think it's, I think that overcoming fear, um, and interestingly enough, I did, I did look up, what are the two, the two uh, biggest fears that society has? Uh, is actually, one, one of them is ghosts and the unknown, <laughs> which I but thought was quite, it was quite an interesting, <laughs> the unseen. Well, but, oh yeah, yes. <clears throat> yes, indeed, I think, I, think that, I think that is correct. I mean, and, and, uh, and our fear is 
influenced by our environment. It's influenced by our conditioning, you know, our bringing, our conditioning, our belief system, and and how people view failure in our environment and so on. So, you know, these are uh, these are these are factors you need to slightly uncondition from. And I agree with you that you can do it if you with one step at a time. Having said that, having said that, the biggest decisions, the biggest show of courage is not a step at a time. The biggest show of courage is a leap. That's interesting. Yeah, like, like again, bringing Mandela into this or whoever, or Gandhi, they went knowing that the, the, the stakes were high. Their own life was at stake. So to, to conquer sometimes, yeah. to, to overcome fear, you need, it may not be baby steps. You may have to exercise a lot of courage um, and, 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 and believe, have belief. Well, it's an interesting, so we have a juxtaposition here. On, on the one hand, what I'm hypothesizing is bringing awareness of the effect of, here, of fear on our physical self. You know, the, the effect at a physiological uh, responses of what fear does to our body in the fight, flight, freeze, and how it creates a disease within our body. So there is a recognition of what fear can do to us. Secondly, I think I put across the, the sense of who, who are we not to stand in our light. Um, and I think that for a lot of people, taking that leap of faith, that, that jump, may just be in starting their journey. Um, in order to just to say to, to people that, 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 that to conquer your fear, you have to be in a place to be frightened, fearful of your life. For all is not going to happen. For some, maybe it is getting out of their bedroom. They may have been stuck in a use, frightened to, to, uh, to go out face not being judged and seen. I want to simplify. I'm just going to pause because the internet is going. So just bear with me. I will fix it. I'll fix it in our edit, editing mode. So just bear with me. Okay, I'll, I'll edit it and then we get there. I'm sorry. Okay, it's slightly better now because you were you were. Okay, you know that um, Craig, we've looked at fear from the inside out in a way, mm -hmm. from our perspective. Mm -hmm. But I think we would fail if we didn't discuss the the fear that is imposed upon human beings. Um, imposed upon human being or inflicted upon human being beings to subdue them, to manipulate them, to to create horrors upon them. Mm. And we must never forget that too. That mm. we've talked so far about fear being how we experience it, but what if fear is inflicted upon you? How do you how do you deal with that? 
that is also so important. And that needs courage beyond our discussion. No baby steps here. I mean, th this is yes. the ultimate use of courage to overcome fear. Well, the uh, condition and all this at this moment in time is very fearful for most people. This uh, post uh, experience has thrown up many questions for us to review and to to look at. Um, and it and it is we have to be cautious about what we say, and yet we have to be honest to ourselves. Um, but I would personally say that the majority of the population in the world want a quality of life, a peace, a harmony, a sense of being able to be in tune with their fellow man. Um, but it is the minority that seems to drive this sense and the subduing of populations is by fear. Uh, and it's a very Freudian use of, of the, the ideology and how it's being taken into account. So I think um, uh, winding up our, our discussion because we can, you and I can talk forever. Um, going back to Rumi, he said, we have given you wings why crawl through life. Do you know, I think the bottom line here is simple. The bottom line is that you want to, you, me, everybody else wants to live a fulfilled life. A life which is rich in experiences, rich in the potential it offers us. And if you, if you are fearful of experiencing that life, I think you do not fulfill your potential. And that is what Rumi is saying, I believe. Fly. What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to land. You might hurt yourself. But your ultimate aim is to live a fulfilled life. And you need courage, you need to overcome fear to live. Of course, you must use your actions wisely. You cannot be reckless. You have to make sure that your risks are minimum, that you are wise in what you're doing, that you're truthful and, and you're acting on your principles. So I think at that point, I guess. It's a really, really right. interesting subject. And we can talk about this in many ways. And I hope that today has um, given people some food for thought for themselves. Um, and I hope that we haven't been contentious, but been respectful and uh, observant of, of the idea of what it is about fear and give some food for thought for people. So thank you, Rose. Um, my thank name you. is Greg Rebart. Um, and on behalf of the Silver and Healing Sanctuary, um, thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank, thank you.